Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Dominic Gawley, consultant with Human Synergistics Australia, and I'm joined this week on the podcast by Corinne Cantor. Hey, Corinne. Hi, Dom. How are you? Hello, everyone. Good to be here. Yeah, good to be here. So Corinne's our head of consulting, so I've brought in the big guns for this one. And uh, I've... I brought you in for this. Sorry, one. that wasn't a big gun comment, was it? No, it wasn't no, really. Was sorry. it? Sorry. No. <laughs> um, uh, so having fun, being spontaneous. I guess that's what we're doing. It and, was. And what that's we kind were doing. of the yeah. uh, the topic for today, which is self actualizing. Yeah. And I want to get you in for this one because I I think for myself at least, and I think you know I'm hoping at least a lot of people out there, a lot of listeners out there, agree that with a lot of the styles and the constructive styles in particular. Like I get, I get achievement, you know, I get affiliative around, you know, teamwork and, and camaraderie and so on. I get humanistic encouraging, you know, that encouraging voice, that coaching kind of voice. Self-actualizing is a, I don't quite get it. Like it's, it's harder to, I don't, it's not as solid a concept for many. Yeah. So what I'd love today, Corinne, is to talk about, you know, what is it? Maybe clear up some of those understandings. And then what I'd love to get into at the end is. Like, how do you build it? Yeah. I think it's a harder one to, like, like aim at directly. So yeah. what do you think? Well, what is it about? I agree. I think that um, it's when you first come to know the circumplex, self-actualizing is probably the one that is difficult for people to really grasp the depth of it and, and what it's pointing to. Mm. And in our view, in the work that we do, self-actualizing is highly, highly important and probably one of the most, the important one because, and it's at the top of the circumplex and it's in the middle. Uh. And so, and I know that when I started as an accredited practitioner, I I really, looking back on it now, I think it took me a while to get my head around it as well. So what I want to talk a little bit about is um, self-actualizing, but also some of the things that I think we miss because it it feels less concrete uh, than the other uh. three constructive styles. I think people tend to grab onto the stuff that is easiest to make sense of. Makes sense. So I yep. want to talk about some of the other things. So self actualizing is the ability to fundamentally accept yourself without blame and without shame. Uh. And I think that's one of the things that people miss. So we might um, use an affirmation, you know, affirmations used to be really popular around, you know, I am a in perfect health and I'm, you know, courageous. So right. you, so affirmations are great, you know, they work, if they work for you, fantastic, but you need to believe them. Mm. Okay. One of the things with self-actualizing is when people can accept a fault and then feel bad about it. That isn't self-actualizing. So sometimes people will say, I'm oh, no, I'm really, I'm not very good at listening. Uh. Okay. And then I will really bash myself up about it. Uh. So self-actualizing is the ability to be sufficiently close to myself that I know myself, my strengths and my weaknesses, and I'm able to accept those without blame or shame. Corinne, with that though, wouldn't people say, 
well, shouldn't you get better at listening then, right? Like, you know, should we be comfortable with, I'm not a good listener? Shouldn't we be growing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But in in the first instance, you've got to be able to notice it about you. You've got to know this about yourself and you've got to include it as part of your experience of yourself. That doesn't mean that you're not going to work on it. You're not going to, you know, try and improve it. But initially, and I see it a lot with LSI when people get their LSI, they get their LSI, they might talk about it for a little bit and then they went, okay, tell me what to do. Yeah. Okay. Now- so we've got our AAA, awareness first, understanding, and then we go to acceptance. Okay, You have mm. to accept the insight mm. in order to really be able to action it well. To re- and genuinely accept it. Correct. Mm. And that genuinely accepted mm. is part of the self-actualizing mm. style. So it's being, it's knowing self, it's being able close enough to myself that I can notice what I need, that I'm going to honor that need. and. And when I mean honour, it means that I'm going to say no if I need to push back, mm. okay? Like if I'm working 17-hour days and you ask me for help, I might feel like I want to say no, but I say yes. Mm. That's approval, mm. okay? I don't want to hurt your feelings. I want to help you and I don't want you to feel badly about me and so I will say, yes, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Knowing that it's another thing, so you know, I'm prepared to sacrifice my energy, my time, my effort for somebody else mm. when it's just not what I need right now. Mm. So, self actualizing is really important because it's the acknowledgement that I know who I am, I am self aware. Being self aware means that I understand what I need. I'm prepared to accept myself without blame or shame. Now, that blame, without blame or shame, doesn't mean that I'm accepting my faults without correction. Mm. It just means that I can let this in about myself. You know, Mm. I'm not very good at this and I'd like to do this and I'm working on it. What doesn't happen is this kind of constant whipping of self Mm. as a result of admitting it. So you're able to sort of, that's the humanistic encouraging compassion, self-compassion as well. So self-actualizing, this is important because what people know about self-actualizing is when we're high in self-actualizing, we tend to be confident, comfortable in our own skin. We're prepared to be visible, okay, to, to let people see, see me to come forward. Now, that is more possible when you're prepared to accept yourself, self-accepting and self-respecting as a result. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So you, you triggered a couple of thoughts for me through there because the, the example you gave around saying no was, you know, leaking into a, approval mm. instead. So what if you came to me and I told you to F off, right? Uh, somewhere <laughs> down in power or, or something yeah. like that, right? Or oppositional. And I might be self-aware. I know I'm a grouchy bugger or something, right? Like I might know that about myself. So what's the difference, I guess, of knowing like, yeah, I'm red and damn proud of it and self-actualizing. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. In our model, because self-actualizing is a constructive style, it's not defended. Uh. Okay. So when we operate in power, we're invested having control over someone else. Uh. Yeah. So if I wear my power as a badge of honor, so Uh. I enjoy it, Uh. I enjoy having power over people, Uh. 
and I know that about myself, that's not self-actualizing in our model. Okay, so constructive styles in our model is what I'd say are pro-social. Okay, it's not that the red are necessarily antisocial because I can be a bit of red myself, but um, <laughs> it's more that the constructive styles are constructive. They build, okay, build relationship, build self, build connection, build on skills to deliver tasks. So self-actualizing isn't just about being able to say, yeah, I know that about myself, so what? Okay, that's still defended. We're talking about an undefended. So I'm not going to justify, rationalize, explain away what this is equally. I'm not going to live it and enjoy it if it's something that hurts other people. So I think it's not – so I guess what I would say, it's self-awareness within a constructive constructive frame, okay? So it's – and constructive frame means that you are not about tearing other people down Mm. and behaving in a way where you don't care about your impact on people. Mm. When I think about self-actualizing, it's like the healthy – healthy ego, healthy I, okay? Mm. I value myself enough that I'm just, I'm not going to let other people walk over me. I'm not going to go along just for the sake of going along. Mm. I value and respect myself enough that I'm going to ask and negotiate for what I need. Mm. Now, somebody's really high in self-actualizing, chances are they'll also be mindful of their impact of others. So they're not just going to push their own agenda. They're actually going to want people to, they're going to want to connect. Okay. Because part of self-actualizing is communicating ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that makes sense. So yeah. And I guess what you're saying there is like, because there's that kind of bravado could be the other way, right? Like I'm the man kind of stuff, you know, like, oh, believe in myself, but it's kind of that False bravado, probably yeah. in that red kind of space. More of a, a veneer. Yeah, the yeah. bravado, a bit of a persona, but it's not necessarily who they are. Mm. Okay, when self-actualizing, we want who you are to come forward, mm. okay, in all its beautiful imperfections mm. and all its strengths, mm. you know. So it's the ability to include all of that about myself, the highs and the lows, mm the light and the shade, Mm. okay? It doesn't mean that I justify and I allow those parts of myself that aren't constructive to continue. It just means that I know they're there and I, you know, I've decided how I'm going to work on it, Mm. okay? So you're actualizing, you're bringing your self-actualizing is really about trying to bring your best self, Mm. you know, the best version of who you are. But equally, working towards that, but equally not damning yourself if you're not that best self 100% of the time, mm. you know, like, yeah. Hey, on that, because you said, you know, build, building towards that and stuff. So h- how do you go about, mm. like, yeah. building self-actualizing? Because it seems like such a big thing, like, yeah. hey, Corinne, can you just go be a bit more comfortable with yourself over there? <laughs> you know, like, like, whoa, how do you do that? Where's, like... You know, achievement is like, oh, well, you know, I can learn some yeah. problem solving or, or planning and stuff or goal setting, you know, and humanist encouraging, I can learn some coaching skills, stuff like that. What do you do in the self-actualizing space? How yeah, do you build that? and I think that that's where people really struggle. And I know that when I first was accredited, 
I didn't feel like I had a good re- <laughs> good way of explaining that. Yeah. So I just used to say work on achievement, work humanistic encouraging because mm. it gets you to self-actualizing, which it does. But since then, I guess I've learned that I think part of the reason we think we don't know how to build self-actualizing is because they're actually at once subtle as well as simple. Mm. Okay, so for example, I'll give you a couple in no particular order. These are just coming off the top of my head. So I think one of the things for you to do is to think about your personal purpose. Mm. Okay, what what's important to you? Why are you here? Mm. What gift have you got that mm. the world is waiting for? Mm. Okay, now if asking yourself that question is making you roll your eyes or cringe, it's probably a little bit of a tip that you need to really think about what it is about you that you can offer. Mm. Okay, because when we cringe about that stuff, it's like, oh, there's nothing unique about me. You know, I don't know that I've got anything that anybody else can't do. They're not typically self-actualizing statements. They're mm. inner critic statements. Mm. So I think the first thing, you know, one of the ways to work self-actualizing is to think about what's your personal purpose. And it might be your purpose for this year, you know, what's important to you. Sometimes when people talk about life purpose, it seems like such a massive thing to try and think about. And then we put ourselves under pressure. Again, we fall into not good enough. You know, it's mm. got to be good enough. So I think, think about purpose, why you're here. Then the goals that you set around that is a way of leveraging achievement to help you live your purpose. Okay. Okay. So, so your values are being clear about your values are an important part of self actualizing. Yeah. Okay. So, would you get people to actually list out what are the values? Yes. And like, how, how do you do, do that? What, like, how do you boil that out? Because, I mean, People probably have a, a million values, I suppose, but like, I take it you're trying to get one of the key. Yeah, I think you, you, you know, a good place to start is just to ask people reflecting around what are the values that are important to them? What is it, what is it that they're prepared to stand up for? Oh. What are they prepared to defend in terms of, of speak in favor of? Or yeah. that's how I think about it. And then sometimes people start with something like, I really value being liked oh. okay what is it about that if you're liked what what does it give you oh. so you can keep going back and back and back so that is one of the things that I do with people is actually get them to think about their their whole life and what is it they'd really love to do oh. what is it that they enjoy oh. what are they excited by okay these are items in the self-actualizing styles enjoyment, excitement, because really if you can tap into those feelings, if you've got things in your life that are able you to live that, then that gives you a bit of a a tap into self-actualizing. So I think that's one idea. A couple of other things is to honor your own needs. So I often say to leaders, you've got to get some sacred time. Mm. And sacred time is time that you put aside during the day where it's just your reflection time. It's kind of your way you could have at the beginning, at the end, but what you're doing is prioritizing your needs for some quiet and headspace free from interruption. Okay, oh. So you can think clearly about those things, clearly and deeply. So setting some boundaries that actually support you to meet your needs oh. Okay, is a way of living self-actualizing or honoring your needs is a way of actually putting self-actualizing into practice. 
And on that note, being able to say no when you need to, not in a rude way, mm. just in saying, I, you know, it might be I can't, I'd love to help you, but I can't do that today. Mm. What's the next best time? Mm. This is, again, boundary setting. Mm. Okay, so don't think of it as saying no to others. Think of it as saying yes to yourself. Okay, it's like a little that. bit like the, you know, when you're on the plane and the, the flight attendant says, you know, if, you know, we're crashing and the oxygen. God, I hope not. No, they're not saying, they're not, you know, they're in the instance, in the high, I think what they say is in the highly unlikely event. Right, of an emergency. Of an yep. emergency, oxygen will drop down from the, the from, ceiling, from whatever. Overhead, yep. Yeah, but the instruction is always put the mask on yourself before you put it on your child. Yeah, and that's a similar idea for assisting idea others. Yeah, for assisting others, and so that is the idea behind self-actualizing. When you're saying no, what you're doing is really making sure that you are have what you need in order mm. to be of more use or to more constructive to be your best mm. for others mm. and yourself. So that's purpose, values. Notice what you need, mm. and actually. Get it and give it to yourself. What are you doing for you? What are you doing for you? Um, And things like, what are you doing that not only looks after yourself, but also that you enjoy, that rocks your soul, you know, that you enjoy doing, that you love. I mean, we don't like saying love, but really self-actualizing is about doing stuff that you love and that you enjoy. you jump out of bed for. And that excites you. So you've got to, there might be specific things that you can do, hanging out with friends outside of work. It might be that you just want some quiet time. It could be that you want more time for meditating. Whatever it is that you would that gets you to feel excited and that you would love to do, then you make some time to do that. And then the other one is to, you know, practice. If you're a person who finds it difficult to push back uh. or finds it difficult to say no, practicing saying no in a way that is constructive is a very powerful way of practicing self-actualizing. Yeah, that's great. So I like those. So those are good tips, good practical things to take away, you know, for people. And 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 I love the one about, you know, what are you doing for you? I think that's often one I use in debriefs, which yeah. is because often people are like, oh, I'm supporting so many people. I'm supporting my partner and my kids and I'm, you know, at work and all this stuff. What are you doing for you? Yeah. And often people are like, oh, I don't know, nothing. And it's remarkable no. how many how little any of us actually do for ourselves. Mm. And and I think that people see it as being a selfish thing, mm. whereas if you think about the oxygen mask and mm. putting it on yourself before you assist others, it's really being prioritizing and caring for self is very different to being selfish. Mm. You know, there's a line that's probably another podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, selfish is over in that kind of <laughs> I know, Every time I say these things, I say, oh, it's probably arguable. Good. But, <laughs> We've got no. lots of topics. Yeah, but I think that that's different, selfful versus selfish. Yeah, and if you don't take care of yourself, you can't, you can't show up for others. And I think I'll, I'll close on this one. I, I used this in another podcast with Sam a, a little while back about dealing with big life changes. Yeah. And so my wife and I had a had a baby recently, but before we did, we went to the classes of the, you know, labor kind of classes yeah. and stuff. And we split into moms and dads and, uh, you know, had all a list of all the things. What do you need to do? What do you need to do? And the dads were pretty practical. You know, well, you need to pack the car and you need to do all this stuff. <laughs> and it was funny because we came back together, compared lists kind of thing. 
And the mum said, oh, you know, you, you need to know that the day is all about us. It's all about us, which I get, mm. 100% I get. But then part of me, well, I spoke up and I said, which was the self-actualizing moment because it's bloody dangerous. I said, <laughs> you know, but dads, we need to look after ourselves too. Or we're mm. no use to anyone, right? Mm. And often we can lose ourselves in those moments, right? And hey, we're trying to do the right thing. We're trying to be there for other people, which is awesome. We should be. But you've also got to look after yourself, otherwise you know how. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's one more. I know we're going to end on that, but there's one more thing that's really basic thing to practice self-actualize. Just notice. Notice what you notice about yourself in terms of what goes through your mind, mm. how you're feeling about things, how are things, you know, when you see something that you don't like, where do you feel it in your body? So noticing all these things about yourself help you to become self-aware. Mm help you to become self-aware. If you're self-aware, you can notice your needs. Mm. You can notice your needs, you can work out what to do to meet them. Yeah. And I, especially after doing this LSI work, I think you get that new car effect where suddenly you notice, you catch all these thoughts yeah. right? and you're like, huh, I just had that, you know, competitive thought maybe or that, you know, humanist encouraging thought, whatever it is. Yeah. But you notice it everywhere and you can't unnotice it. So <laughs> it's one of the gifts we give people. <laughs> you, you can't unnotice that's awesome. Thanks for that, Corinne. I think that, that gives me some things to take away for myself and I hope it helps our listeners too. Awesome. Thanks, Dom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.